Welcome to a great episode of Sports Matters. I am your host, Kevin Drake, on this fine Tuesday, August 27th, 2019. And sitting across from me, uh, Mr. Matt Bird on Mike 2. How's good it morning. going, Kevin? How good. are you? Good, good. How you doing? I know. I changed it up today. Mike 2. Yep. Taking a week off. Did you get, feel refreshed? Oh, I feel very refreshed and sunburnt. So it's, you know, a combination of both. So we got a full slate today on this show. We're going to do a little NFL preview and we're going to welcome back a, a great guest that we had on a few times in last year's NFL season. And he is now a coach, Coach Brian Ward, <laughs> who coaches the Rancho Cucamonga Braves, welcome back to the show. Nice to have you back on. <laughs> Thanks for having me, guys. How you guys doing? Man, you guys. we're doing great, Brian. We're excited to have you back for sure. What's up, Matt? How you doing? Always good. Always good. Now I'm on the Rams side now, huh? Oh yeah, I like it. Yeah, I like it. I know. it was it was it was a Ravens <laughs> thanks last you, year. Thanks to you guys, right? Uh, we spoke that into existence, but we're not taking credit for it. <laughs> no, no, we're excited about the season. But first, I want to touch on the Rancho Cucamonga Braves, this team that you're coaching, and the, that first big win you had, 44-0. to zero. Crazy. <laughs> what was that it was like? A, it was a fun Saturday, let me tell you. We have a, we have a special team this year, and I, I'm not going to lie. If, if we don't go undefeated and go to Florida, it, it's our fault. It's the coach's fault. I'm not. I'm not gonna. We have a lot of talent. I have an Aaron Donald, so there's no one to blame but me. You got a baby Aaron Donald on your team. We have a baby Aaron Donald, and let me tell you, it is so nice to have. He just dominates the a gap, and it's, and when the when the team can snap the ball and hand it off, it's like a miracle. I'm not gonna lie. Now, what age groups are you uh, coaching right now? Seven, eight, and nine year olds. That is crazy, and a baby yeah. Aaron Donald. I love it. Baby Aaron Donald. Yeah. Uh, you, I'm pretty sure you saw him with that one training camp you were at when you saw him. Uh, but uh, I'll introduce him. Oh name yes, yo, when he so brought the, hearing his name. That's a lot. right. He he brought your team out on the field. That that being Eric Weddle, your yes. best friend from high school. I did see them on the field, but I didn't really, you know, I didn't want to go over there and mess with. Them. Like, hey, what's up? No, it's okay. Yeah, but uh, Donald, that. But I want to ask you about, you know, the. <laughs> the <laughs> <laughs> I wanted to ask you about, you know, the rules of like peewee football. What what are the rules nowadays? Because I know the, it's all about safety. So there's no kickoff or kickoff return for safety reasons, obviously. Um, punt team, they have to let them kick it so like literally they can snap it back there and the kid can drop it and just fumble it around a little bit. And then he has like 10 seconds to kick it pretty much. And that's a little different. So um, at this age group in Pop Warner, they're not allowed to be in three-point stands on the line. So that's a little bit different than that put in last year. So everyone's in a two-point stance, but the age group above us, they could be in a three-point stance. But, you know, I actually went to a league meeting a few weeks ago, uh, one of the mandatory things to coach. And they're saying that everything really starts from this level and it kind of trickles up. I mean, you see all the changes in the NFL now, and that pretty much starts from the bottom. And, you can just practice everything, and they were saying in like ten years, there's probably going to be no no kickoff. It's, it's going to be crazy, but I can kind of see how the trends are going towards uh, the NFL now. So, what are you teaching them in terms of safe tackling? Um, head up. That's that's the biggest thing. They see all these hard hits in the NFL, and they all think you just duck your head and just try and destroy the guy. But I mean, honestly, they're just getting lucky. I mean, some, most of the time, you see all the missed tackles, even in the NFL, they have their head down, and they don't. You can't. Hit what you can't see, and that, that's the main thats the main point, I think, that we try and uh, instill in these kids. So for the concerned moms out there that are worried about having their 7- and 8-year-olds and 9-year-olds playing youth football, what do you have to say to them? You know, just they have pads, and <laughs> at that age, honestly, their the bodies are rubber, and they can take a lot of, a lot of I don't want to say punishment, but kids, have to take, kids take beatings, and they just get right up. I mean, you can roll down a hill and be fine. 
Um, if I roll down a hill right now, it'd be the end of me. That's for sure. <laughs> well, well, one thing keeps the kids out of trouble, but like a kid like me was crazy going off in the woods and climbing trees and falling out of trees. You know, I mean, kids are just going to do stuff. You know, <laughs> yeah, it's crazy. You should see all after we run these kids. Like when we do conditioning, like all in all of August was pretty much you know hell week or hell month, whatever. And then they'll be all tired and jogging at the end of then We'll break practice and then they'll just go do sprinting and just be playing around. And we're like, what? Where did all this energy come from? Like we just ran you guys into the ground and you guys are just running around like we did nothing. It's crazy. It, it is crazy. You think about your little son, Charles, I'm sure. He, <laughs> how old's oh Charles now? Three? He's two. Two. Yeah. And I'm sure he keeps and you he, busy. <laughs> he has a huge bump on his forehead already. So he's, yeah. <laughs> he's starting to get a, trying to get used to the contact already with himself. <laughs> He'll be ready to be on the team when he's five, you know? Oh, I know. <laughs> I, I brought him to a few practices, and he, he thinks he's part of the team. Like, he gets in the breaks and try and run conditioning with him. It's pretty funny, but... <laughs> That is funny. A little distracting, but <laughs> so does he know the cover two defense? Is he is he aware of what a Tampa two is? What kind of defenses does your son know already? Because I know um, you've been teaching he, him. All he knows is uh, see ball, hit ball. That's that's all I got him doing right now. Perfect man, yeah. To man. Yeah. But as far as like scheming, you know, on, on the defensive side, because I know you you big defensive guy. How, how do, uh, yeah. this is this question back to your junior football team? What are the mm-hmm. what what schemes do you run? Are you allowed well, to run? Hopefully Fontana's not looking. That's our rival, and of course we have him week one, but uh, or this coming up week. <laughs> yeah, don't give oh, up too much. Not, of course not. <laughs> I like to run uh, like even sets. So I have a, a four four in and a six two in. My strategy is pretty much your kid doesn't have a quarterback, then you're going to have a long day. For I'm, I'm going to stack the living crap out of the box, and this this actually this team we're playing uh, this week they have a really good quarterback and he's really athletic, but I don't know if he's really good at throwing. So what I'm thinking I'm just going to force him left. I'm going to bring a lot of pressure from the defensive left and force force him to run left. So if he has to throw it, it's going to be a terrible throw. So that's my game plan going in, and we'll see what happens. I'll adjust if I have to at halftime. Boy, the adjustments don't stop even at that young age. No. He's already oh, got no. the game plan going. A minute to, a minute to win it. <laughs> I, I showed Kevin some of my notes for, from our uh, Santa Margarita just a scrimmage, and I'm, I take it pretty serious. And I'm not out here just, just to uh, – I mean, I am here to have a little fun, but I kind of don't want to give up a point all year. So we're kind of on track so far. Brian, you're the only other person I know of that knows way more about football than I ever did. And I thought I knew a lot about football. So (laughs) I have an inside guy, so it's okay. It's not. But you're just so passionate, and I, you know, even when you're showing me those notes, you know, from that scrimmage, that you, you were just so like, it's just that nervous but yet passionate energy that you have. You know, I mean, how exciting is this for you to actually be coaching now? <laughs> I mean, you know me, I love I love football and I love competing, and uh, it, it is a lot of fun. Sometimes I do need to, you know, bring it down a level and just relax <laughs> a little bit. I was so nervous before a scrimmage and. Just for seven, eight, nine years, I only had a kid on the team, and I was kind of nervous because that team was really good. And I don't want to go out there and get embarrassed, you know. I'm, I want to go out there and put the best product on the field and get everyone in the right positions and act like I know what I'm doing, you know. Yeah, and make sure the kids are having fun all at the same time. I mean, oh it's, yeah, it's I like, forgot about that. Thank you, Kevin. Yeah, well, it's <laughs> multiple hats you have to wear. <laughs> Those coaches are like, we had fun today, right? Yeah, like, oh, yeah. win. Yeah. Uh, no, that's great, man. I'm I'm so happy for you because I mean I Thank I see you, the joy and the passion in you. Football is definitely a career for you. It really is. It's just it's, I hope it's, so, Kevin. it's a stepping stone. Right now, yeah. you're you're paying your dues. But yes, I want to I wanted to get into some NFL talk. Here. Yeah, I need some fantasy advice because I have my <laughs> fantasy <too>. draft <laughs> on Wednesday, and and you know I need some advice. I need to know 
who is your sleepers right now? Because I, I right now I know who the top guys are. I can tell you that PPR, I love McCaffrey. But I need yeah. to know, who are the sleepers according to Brian? Oh, my goodness. I haven't done any research at all. <laughs> I'm behind. <clears throat> my draft on the weekend, too. Jeez, I probably should look at something. I was saying I Tyler know. Boyd. Tyler Boyd, yeah, because A.J. Green's out. That's a good one. Oh, I didn't think that. How about your tight end, 81 on the fans? He's, he's looking good. I've been hearing good things about him. It's probably going to be sneaky good this year. Gerald Everett. Everett? <laughs> yeah. Okay. That's why, that's why I said the be... number. I was like, uh... But that's straight from the source. He got You know he got that from good sources. I know he did. I don't know what you're talking about, Matt. No, no. <laughs> No, we don't. We can't reveal that on air. We but sources, <laughs> but I know he's he's connected. Hey, come on, we we had inside. I was inside that camp too, so I saw what was going yeah, on. Kevin and, knows. What do you think about him? Yeah. But I think the Rams are really going to be using the tight ends a lot more this year. So you think Everett's yeah. a good play? I think Everett's a good play. All right, I'll sleep on him. You got to think this is a prolific wait, offense. Wait, wait, wait. So wait, I'm wait, not going to go. At, so what you're saying is don't go after Kittle and Kelsey. He's not saying I that. I wouldn't say that. I mean, okay. There, All right. Go ahead, but there's I need, nothing wrong with running a little two tight end set, you know, a little bi week tight end. So you're saying I put a tight end at flex? <laughs> if, you, if, you have, if you have the right matchup, and then I ask uh, my source about the game plan in the week, and they say he's going to be used a lot, yeah, I'll let you know. Oh, I like that. I like that. All right. <laughs> okay, Brian. Since right. Saturday, when we looked at each other, we saw the announcement that Andrew Luck had retired, and we're just shocked. Now the three days have passed, and it kind of settled in after I heard the press conference from Andrew Luck and everybody else's comments on that. I'm just curious what your thoughts were on Andrew Luck retiring two weeks prior to the season starting. I guess that injury was uh, more serious than they were letting on I was hearing that he was probably going to be out another three, four months. And I mean, I think that when he got his shoulder injury, I don't want to say he was like depressed or anything, but that's just what I was hearing that he just wasn't handling too great, but you would never know the way he came back last year. So I, I think that's why it was so shocking because he had such a great year last year and you know, Frank Reich's first year and they took that team pretty, pretty far and they just ran into Kansas city and Kansas city was what top three team in the league last year. So think about uh, that shoulder I guess injury thinking about a little, him. like a day after it's not too surprising. It's just, that's just a lot to go through. And like, people don't understand what, how, how much pain these guys are in every single day, just getting up and the motivation they have to do. And sometimes money is just not enough. I mean, you want to spend time with your family and, not be in pain. You want to pick up. I think he's had. He has a child on the way. You want to be able to pick your child up. You know. <laughs> so right. Yeah. The thing about his shoulder feel. injury is that he heard it, and then they didn't have a doctor in America that could operate that kind of operation and the type of care that he needs. So he had to go get the best specialist in the world and go over to mm-hmm. Europe and get that. So I mean that yeah. t- that in itself just tells you how devastating of an injury it was, and then he kind of had a little bit of the Kevin Durant thing. He's had a you know where they know something's wrong, but they don't know the severity of it. And they don't know the kind mm-hmm. of time frame. Even with like MRI, it was tough for them to tell. And then you have things like a lacerated kidney, and you have things like a concussion, and you have all yeah. these other injuries that he sustained. And you know what? At what point in time is it just like, I'm done. Like, I'm done. And also, Jim Ursay doesn't invest in his offensive line. I said it. Hot take. He doesn't invest in his offensive line. He hasn't used the first. I think he hasn't used an early 
round pick on offensive line since the Andrew Luck era, something crazy like that. He'll yeah, take guys I heard that, that were too. former basketball like, players. Yeah. Fifth round and on only, I think. Something crazy. Yeah, it's, it goes on and on, so it makes sense. you got to protect your investment. If he's your face of your franchise, you you certainly got to protect your investment. I mean, look at New England. They they protected Tom Brady all those years. Yes, he had that one major injury like in the middle of his career, but he's yeah. responded pretty well in the second part of his career. And Jesus, Hall of Fame career just in the second part of his career. Crazy. Yeah. You see why McVay doesn't play anyone in the preseason. <laughs> yeah. I, I don't know why he's even playing in the preseason, but I guess he wanted to get a little bit of warm-up. Yeah get acclimated with the new receivers, I guess. Uh, That's because, true. Because LA Rams, they're not playing any of their major stars in, oh. in the preseason at all. Nor oh. should they. And I don't blame them either. I mean, look at Lamar Miller and who else is get hurt? Cam Newton got hurt. Yep. It's, just, it's almost not worth it, you know? Preseason is great to evaluate players. You know, the guys are on the cusp, you know, trying to make the team because it's just so yeah. highly competitive. But, you know, once you got your team constructed and you got that core, you, you don't want anything to happen to them. You want, oh. But you do want them ready. They have been practicing. I think Mariota got sacked like five times in like two series and they had to yank him early. What are you guys doing? Yeah. He just can't. Yeah. You can't can't live with that. <laughs> mm-hmm. Especially no. with Mariota, too. It's like he gets injured in just the most random times. Yeah. But, you know, getting back to Andrew Luck, you know, I'm happy for him that he, he, he was able to make that tough, tough, tough decision. And you do bring up a great point, Brian. It came down to family and, you know, going through that rigorous process is like, is it worth it? Like going through this whole recovery and, and where he's at in life. And he he chose, you know, it's time to step away. And you think about it, it's it's like you're coaching these seven and nine year olds. You think about when Andrew Luck was seven and nine, like how football was back then. Yeah, he's played football. Yeah, Andrew's all his life. been playing football for twenty years, twenty plus years already. Yeah, you know, you know I'm happy for him. He's got a, has a degree. He's done really well for himself, and mm-hmm. now he can spend time oh, yeah. with his family and be healthy for That's his family. Stanford degree. Yeah. Yes, he's fine. Yeah, he's good. I got a little quote right here. Clay Matthews said that the Packers told him there was no room for him. What do you think of hearing that? How could the Packers not find room for Clay Matthews, the all-time Packers sack leader? Crazy. <laughs> Crazy. That I should have worded that a little different. Now he's been playing angry. <laughs> you know, it, it's definitely what they told Eric. Well, I mean, the Ravens did the same thing in so many words. Why he's playing again? He's like, you know, all whatever it takes to have a chip on your shoulder and whatever motivation you need. You know. Yeah, and I know when the pundits tell them they can't do it anymore, I know that just frustrates them even more. It's like, you know what? Fires them up. It's like, I'm going to prove you wrong, but it's like, I know Eric Weddle could still play. I saw him out there yeah. in practice. He's still just as fast as he was when he first played, yeah, when he first entered the league. You know, you know him. Oh, yeah. And he's got the confidence, but, you know, now you mix the wizardness of his defensive mindset, just knows what's going on, and now he's got – Probably the best line he's ever played behind, and he's got Clay Matthews there that can. They're just oh, it's it's going to be great. They're going to be synchronized oh, yeah. and and a to leave. And I know he has a lot of respect for him. It's just this is a very smart defense. You know, he got was a Fowler. Oh, yeah, they're, yeah, they're good. Like, I mean, he said to leave or uh, a keep to leave is extremely intelligent too. Just he said he's just like him. He can make checks and make you know. Put just as much input as Eric does, so he loves it. And it just makes the job easier. Oh, yeah. It sounds like, to me, the thing about Clay Matthews and with Eric Weddle is, like, look at the teams that they were a part of, you know? Um, I mean, the Green Bay Packers will get rid of some of their legacy players. The only person that's really standing over, you know, time, over three years, was Aaron Rodgers. 
You know, yeah. we, we we don't see anyone that really has been the guy that has stayed around with that franchise. And look at how they treated Joe Flacco. It's if you get paid and you're kind of in a small market franchise, I mean, it's just these bigger franchises are going to scoop you up. And you know Stan Kroenke's just opening up his paycheck and being like, all right, I'm going to win a Super Bowl. We're bringing in talent. I'm trying to beat Jerry Jones. You know, let's bring in anyone that we can get. And they swoop up on these guys that are really serviceable players and that are going to have a huge contribution. Contributor. Contrib- contributor. Why did I can think of it as uh, contribution? Like you, you had two words in your head and you meshed them together. I know and that's what it happens. happens. The hybrid. The can word. I create a new word? It's like saying, take care of good luck so fast. You'd be like, take luck. Take luck. <laughs> yeah, is Webster's listening? I need to create a new word. I don't think they are. But finish though. your thought. What were you going? Uh, I was just saying, like, you know, these big market franchises will take flyers on these guys who were highly paid at their last places, and they come in and they provide a huge lift for that team. And that's why I think the Rams are going to be – most teams that go to the Super Bowl – they usually do worse the next year. And I think the Rams are going to take a step forward. And if you want to back me up on that, back me up on that, Brian. Tell me why. Oh, they're 100%. I mean, you got more veteran leadership in the, on the back end. Dawson, one more year. I mean, McVay learned a lot in that Super Bowl. I guarantee that. If they played that game again, it would be different. I mean, they, they were so close. I mean, they didn't play great, and they were a possession away from winning the Super Bowl. So, I mean, and you still have the best player in the NFL on the, on the defensive line. So. I mean, think about be ready it. This year. And if they're not a top two defense this year, I'd be blown away. Extremely surprised. So like, once you have a good defense, you're you're in there. That's all you really need. McVay will take care of that side. Yeah, but even in practice, ready. that defense is going to make the offense oh, better. Hundred percent, hundred percent. Because they're just going to pick them apart. I, I yeah, saw I the competition in the in the uh, right before training camp. He was going in the quarterback rooms and, and helping them out. So they're going to be ready. That's why I love it. It's just the passion. That's the one thing I, you know. I noticed when I was talking to Eric Weddle. He's so passionate and, and just really loves the sport. And he and he flat down right says, "I can still play." And I was like, "I know you can. We know you can play." <laughs> you can tell you can you can hear that chip, can't you? It's, it's great. I was excited that he chose the Rams. Like I, I I chuckled. I was like, "Man, I can't believe you're on the Rams." I just chuckled. But yeah. you know, he he's also he feels good to be back home too. Come on. <laughs> oh yeah, of course. Well, I know, we, in and out. I know we just got a few minutes left with you, so we're going to have a little bit of fun. I watched the Raiders' uh, last Hard Knocks episode. I saw John Gruden out there running as a pass rusher. The 56-year-old yeah. Chucky coming at you. Yep. <laughs> Did you see that? Pretending to be Khalil Mack, I think. Uh, he's like, who needs Khalil back? You got John Gruden. Exactly. So who do you think is a better pass rusher, John Gruden or little Aaron Donald? Well, little Aaron Donald, there's not even a question. This is the thing about my little Aaron Donald. (laughs) There's not one person in this league that can block him. And with that being said, he must be double teamed. And from what I've seen so far, there's not two kids in this league that can block this kid. So there's that. Man, I gotta check out one of these games, especially if oh. you're gonna make that trip to Florida. You know, oh, I'll, have to, yeah. I'll have to check going, it. I have baby. to be a home game, and geez, if you and I could get the same day off, I know it's usually on a Saturday, huh? Yes, yeah, sir. <laughs> Who knows? Could probably pull it off. No, well, that, we'll that, that would be that would be really cool to, to check out one of those games. I, mm-hmm. I, I, oh, another thing too, I get I get to actually be on the field at this level, so I, I'm actually out there with them, like calling the play and. Like the all the coaches on the other side too behind behind his team, but it's kind of cool being like right there and I get to you know see see everything going on from behind and 
uh, make adjustments on there and talk to them and stuff. So it's actually kind of cool. All right. I uh, need a realistic <laughs> Raiders prediction. I asked you this last uh, year. I told you it was coming, Brian. I told you it was coming. I was coming. I think I had the same reaction. To, uh, <laughs> not good. Uh, but it fell apart last year real fast. Oh, my goodness. Like, after we got off that call, I think we traded everybody, like, literally, like, the next day. The only thing about this year is our schedule is brutal, like, brutal, especially at first, like, six or seven games are just ugly. But you you never know. I mean, we've got to worry about uh, Denver week one, so I, I think we'll get that game. I'm not not too uh, high on Joe Flacco over there in his first year. So our defense looks a little better, and I hope that um, Antonio Brown and Tyrell Williams can, can put some real pressure on defenses and – Hopefully, Carr can go back to old Carr. Yeah. And uh, the second year in Gruden's offense, hopefully, we can improve. So, um, I'm just worried about this week one, week one game, Denver, and we'll go from there. But it's going to be a tough, tough, tough season. But like I said, you never know. I mean, it's not much expectation for the Raiders. I mean, the pundits have them pick, picked last. So, it's, yeah. it's, if they can it make some noise in a division. One of the Hard Knocks episodes, like John Gruden said, he's like, look, you guys, no one expects anything from us. Aren't, aren't you guys tired of this? Like, like, what's, what are you guys going to do about it, you know? So, hopefully that's some motivation. Everyone's expecting three, four wins yeah. out of you. So, so go out there and prove This wrong. could be one of those divisions where, you know, nine, ten wins wins the division. Well, last yeah. year, I mean, it was 12 wins, one. Yeah. yeah. Well, there were 12 or four tied. It's a tough division. I mean, Chiefs yeah, actually got the win, didn't they? They, they won the division, and yeah. then the Chargers were the winner. Same, Same record. And then, yeah, and then the Chargers had to go through the Patriots, and that's. And I yeah. think it's going to be tougher for the Chargers to go 12 or four. Again, especially if they don't oh, have yeah. Melvin Gordon. I need a number. I think the Denver Broncos are going to be Well, better. this is the last question this for Brian. This is the last so. question. <laughs> I need right. the number of wins the Raiders have. <laughs> Ready, go. Eight wins, baby. Let's go. Ah, Just oh, win, God. baby. I love it. <laughs> Hot takes. Uh, well, Coach Brian Ward, we're definitely going to be following your uh, Rancho Cucamonga Braves, and we'll definitely be announcing when they do go to Florida and all that fun stuff. But enjoy the yeah, process, buddy. my man. I right, you guys. Thanks for having me on. Really yeah, thank you. you. Thank Pleasure you for making time always, out of Brian. your morning. I really appreciate it, Coach Brian. Of course. I'll see you soon. Good to talk to you, Matt. Have good a good talk one, guys. To you too. All right, thanks. Yeah, Coach Brian Ward. Ooh. Yeah, he definitely knows a lot about football. I want to have as much passion as Brian has for football, as me for anything, you know? That kind of passion you can't buy. And that's why I enjoy talking football with Brian. It's just, once I talk anything about football, he just lights up, and it's just, boom. He just He's bringing out the X's and O's, and he just knows everything about the game from the professional level to the college level to let alone the, the peewee level. So it, it's amazing. Yeah, he's definitely informed, and that's why we always enjoy having him here at Sports Matters.